Yeah, go. <laughs> Ready, go. <laughs> what up, y'all? It is uh, episode 30 of Blend Talk and a real last minute on everything today, um, but we made it happen. <laughs> D. Mikey slid through, <laughs> uh, coming in clutch with the last minute um, slide through. And, you know, the past couple of weeks, just a lot of shit has been happening. A lot of things in people's lives and scheduling issues. And we're here now. <laughs> in the and I have an entire eighth of the one piece from Spin Garden um, rolled up in here. It's a wedding cake crossed with unknown. It's a mystery. Um, but they're referencing the anime One Piece. I don't know if you watch it. Uh, I feel like all of the homies are into anime, but mm-hmm. I just never got into my One of my older brothers is into anime, like from yeah. the jump. I just never got into it. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I'm, uh, I've never watched it, never seen it. Um, I don't really watch a lot of anime. I mean, I grew up watching some of it with my brothers, but, um, it was a really popular one. And literally, I think every single one of my coworkers watches it besides me. That could be a lie. Not every single one of them. I take that back. But a lot of my coworkers watch that show. Um, and they've really hyped up this strain. And so, um, I had to get it. Um, somebody told me it was like a caramely, nutty, kind of woody, earthy kind how, of a... How'd you get the weed out? Vibe. What do you mean, how'd I get the weed out? <laughs> I have nails. I just peeled the label off. Oh, I was like, that, I was like, did you print the <laughs> Presto! Ain't, I was like, ain't no weed in this jar. I am a magician, um, and I can get weed out of completely fully packaged jars. Notice how the seal on here is not even broken. Um, well, since I'm here. It's just a talent. I brought a nug of royal cheese gelato. Yum, yum. Yes. I love their gelato. Yes. It is a... Uh, <laughs> It's a staple of the Royal Tree lineup. This is a gift. We're not smoking it today. No. Maybe one day. Well, I'll probably smoke it later. (laughs) 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 That'll probably be bong tokes in bed later tonight, Um, which should be another special that I do is bong tokes in bed. That's actually... That would be yeah, that'd, that'd be, be great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna start that, be, and yeah. it'll be a movie watch party where you can virtually have a smoke session with me, and we'll and watch, watch movies. <laughs> it'll be great. What's, uh, the, what's the first movie you would choose? I don't even know. It would have to be. It would probably have to be some new release, like a Netflix special, or no, I guess not. Mm. I got some pretty weird movies in the cut. I'm gonna spark this blunt. What movie would you choose, though? Um, I would probably just to just to finalize the membership. We'd all probably watch. How High and Pineapple Express in succession. Okay, when you, as soon as you said it, I was thinking How High, and that was the first thing yeah. that you said. I love How High. That's one of all-time yeah. favorite. I put How stuff. High over Half-Baked, but both of them are oh, iconic yeah. Yeah. cult classics. Yeah. But I'm definitely like a How High person. Because, like, How High was, like, it had the blend of everything, was, like, yeah. Half-Baked, like, I feel like it was, was just like in was the world. campier. It was like campier and just like like dumb, kind of <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. Like in that category, it was, it was supposed to be kind of like slapstick, though. right? Exactly. That's, you know, yeah. so I think that's really the difference of it. 
but how high was just, I don't know, that was, you know, some of those mantras were my life. So, like, you know, yeah. if, if you study high and you test so high, you get high scores. scores. So, uh, I got a 420 on the Wassel. Turns out that's above average. If you're younger, you probably don't even know what the fuck the Wassel is. If you're not from Washington, you probably don't know what the Wassel is. Uh, but it was a standardized test that we had to take in, in like high school and middle school and shit out here. Um, I passed and, it, but I would probably fail today. Yeah. I mean, I, I still feel like I would get a pretty decent score, but some of the math shit, like thinking back of it, because I got a 420 on the math Wassel. And thinking back on it, I'm like, some of that shit, I don't remember some of the formulas. I don't remember some of that shit. It's like, how many times have you used any of that knowledge since then? Very rarely. You know what I'm saying? You know, I haven't really busted out the Pythagorean theorem in a in a long time. Yeah, same. Yeah. Although that would be a pretty wicked sweet bar. But actually, I'm sure that there's some bars like that out there already. Actually, playing pool, I guess very geometric yeah so yeah but it's not like i'm sitting there like y equals mx plus do you have like, like a protractor out while exactly. you're playing maybe pool? i should actually maybe i should keep fucking it in the bag one. with yeah. your cue stick because <laughs> getting them angles down is like the hardest shit i'm like it is like, i respect the fuck out of people who can play pool well my grandpa taught me how to play pool when i was younger both my dad and my grandpa i will give them both that but my grandpa taught me how to cheat he taught me how to cheat at many games <laughs> and pool and cards were the two big ones, but, um, he was definitely a cheater. <laughs> hey, 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 as in some ways, you know, people would be like, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> I mean, I guess, you know, so I don't know. My grandpa was just super slick with it. <coughs> I did super nice up, guy. Charismatic. I did, I did pick up golf. Oh Yeah. I love golf. I have golf a set of Mike. clubs in my closet. I'm, uh, I'm getting clubs from the homie when he gets back off of his honeymoon. Yeah. Shout out to Wesley and that. Congratulations once again. I don't know you, but congrats. Enjoy also, shout honeymoon. out to my homie Doe and <laughs> his wife Morgan. They just got married also. Holla holla. It's wedding season. Long, 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 long term friends. Also, shout out to Jordy and Carson. They just got married. Those are the homies. Uh... <laughs> Shout out to Greg and Angie. They got married in February. <laughs> Those are the homies. And um, anymore? I think that's. I think that's it. And like, shit that's that I got right invitations to. Okay, that's yeah. it. All right, yeah. all right, cool, cool, cool. Um, I haven't been invited to any weddings since last year. So, um, what's up, y'all? I like a good <laughs> wedding. <laughs> I'll even just come crash the party for you and make it a little livelier if you want. If you got a boring family and you know that the after party is not going to be too lit, just hire me. I'll come spice it up for you. I'm not the liveliest at all when I get super high, but I can guarantee that I can make your friends super high and make them a little funnier. So, um, you know. Hell yeah. Worst advertisement speech ever. <laughs> Bo Taylor for all your entertainment events <laughs> she's gonna spice it up for you but not too much yeah she's just gonna be <laughs> just enough just That's enough right. to where people would be like man that was uh interesting yeah who's that, who's that lady that came and spiced <laughs> she... it up just a little bit yep 
That's exactly she was pretty cool. We liked her. You should invite her around more often. <laughs> that's that's Book it. Me for Sunday dinner. Damn, not Sunday dinner. I mean, I no, you subtlety. probably don't want to. I have so many dietary restrictions. It would be awful. If you want me to annoy the shit out of your family, bet. Book me. I'll be like, is this gluten free? I'm sorry. I'm vegetarian. Do you have a plant-based option? You know, glass of water. <laughs> Are these ice cubes that's free a, range? That's a free range ice cubes in fucking mountain water. I don't. I want, I want only the freshest glacier water. Yeah. And it has to be freshly blown glass. <laughs> Yes. Straight, straight no. out of the annealer, please. Yep. That's it, <laughs> and it has to be twenty four ounces at least. So, if it ain't a forty, I don't want it. Bingo. So I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need some forties of some malt glacier water. Some malt glacier water. That that sounds like ass. <laughs> that does. That sounds terrible. Yeah, like, that sounds like dirt water. I low-key can't even have anything malted. Damn. Malt is uh, usually made from, like, barley and shit. Yeah. Can't have it. Mm. Got gluten in it. Gluten. It's always the fucking worst. I'm so thankful that weed is gluten-free. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. I've had those questions asked at work. Is weed gluten-free? Yes, it is. <laughs> How, There's absolutely how yeah. The fuck would, well, I mean, hey, wheat is a plant; it's a grain. If it was but, grown in the same know, facility, I'm just <laughs> or cross or cross contaminated. Never do not ever do yeah. that, please. Don't right. ruin right. don't ruin wheat for me. Um, it's uh yeah, I already can't have some of the edibles, but I don't need the actual plant being contaminated. No, thank you. No, thank you at all. Um, anyways, I don't think we've really even talked about anything important yet. <laughs> this happened last time. It's I said like... something and then you just started fucking laughing for like half of the episode. Okay, that was the animal tree for sure. That got me giggling like a motherfucker. Yeah. Facts, facts, facts. <laughs> and I believe that was Spoon Gardens as well. It was their animal tree that I had last time. But I don't think this one piece is going to do that to me. But I literally could not control my laughter last time. So, we will see. But uh, what I really uh, wanted to talk about with you is uh, the fact that I have a bone to pick with a lot of the artists that performed yesterday at Fremont Fridays. Uh-oh. I don't know whether it was just like a, <laughs> a quick preparation, <laughs> circumstantial, something Uh-oh. or another. But damn near, I believe every single person was either singing or rapping over their own damn lyrics. I will not stand for this. <laughs> this was, it was, I was literally standing, I think I was talking to Mambo. I think I was talking to OG Mambo. And I was like, what's up with this? Like, I could have been walking around the city with my headphones on and heard the same shit. Facts. And it, I mean, uh, um, it's crazy also when you hear it and you're like, the 
recorded version sounds better. Right. You should have just played that and just sat on the stage or something. (laughs) More often than not. Yeah. I don't want to knock anybody's vocals or anything like that, but more often than not, your recorded version sounds way better (coughs) than your live performance. There's some people who have great voices. And one of the chicks last night had a fantastic voice, but she was singing over her own damn shit. So I was like, it was competing with each other. And so I was frustrated with it quite a bit. Uh, Because I want to actually hear your performance. There was one person who was like, um, and I don't know who any of the people were, but um, I remember hearing one who was singing over her shit, and she was just like, like half a note off, or like a note off of what her yeah actual track sounded like, and I'm like, if you wouldn't have had that, then... You wouldn't would, have been able to tell the difference! Yeah, it would have been fine. Right! You know? This is the other problem. Or, or fucking, uh, like, do the complimenting note. To, yeah, hundred you know percent. <laughs> if you're gonna do that, harmonize appropriately. Because when you're off key and you're just sounding pitchy as fuck when you're singing, usually wouldn't be a problem. Especially in the Fremont Friday environment, because it's more like a a block party kind of environment. What I also think people forget is that once you say like when you're recording it. You're not moving. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're stationary as fuck so that you can get the best quality of shit to where it's yeah. like, once you start performing, it's like, I mean, sometimes you can stand in one place and, like, yeah. get it done. But for the most part, it's like you're moving around. You have all of these other variables and, like, elements that are needing to be considered right during during your performance and stuff like that. And so it's all like, I was actually talking to, <laughs> I was talking to what are the hobbies? Uh-huh. <coughs> At Fremont. <coughs> <coughs> he choked out. <coughs> the one piece got him. <coughs> You got one. You got the one piece combo straight to the back of the throat. <laughs> I was talking to one of the homies, and we were talking about like coming out of a fog, things like that. Like a like a real fog or like a figurative fog. Figurative fog, like mentally, right? Stuff like that. Uh huh. Just kind of the past years, all of that. Right. Because that's kind of. I've been in and out of. Right. And I was I was like, talking about live performances and shit. And I was like, I remember when I first got in Seattle for like, like six or so years ago mm-hmm. and was preparing for shows. Like once I started getting gigs and stuff like that, I remember I would, so my thing would be the first, like, I would give it, like, at least two weeks before, like, before the show. Right. First week, I'm rapping it with the vocals. Second week, and with that, I'm, like, running around my apartment. Just, like, right. doing... Right, trying to keep in motion. Yeah, just doing, like, miscellaneous shit while rapping it. And then the second week, like, the week before the show, I do it without the vocals. And then 
while also like washing the dishes or like doing laundry and shit like that. Yeah. It's like if you can, if you can know your words while you're doing other like other tasks that actually like you kind of have to think about, but yeah. like not really. It's like you know your shit. Right. You know, and then the second nature. Yeah, and yeah. so exactly, it's basically like making it to where it's second nature, and that's why it's like. Um, at the Fremont Friday that I performed at, it was like mid uh, song. I'm like shooting beer pong. That was at um at the uh, runoff. Run yeah. Right, right, shout right, out right. To Trey. Yeah, and shout out Trey Ross and LTD. I gave him a shout out because um, I was at block party all weekend that weekend, so I unfortunately couldn't make it, even though the lineup was stacked. Um, yeah, that was a crazy shout out to everybody that performed and got their shit off. Yeah, for real. Everybody held it down. Um, but that's pretty impressive. Uh, but I think back I saw to that the, photo. Back to the shit. Yeah. Um, I think it's just a time thing and a... Like, you just kind of have to give a fuck, I guess. More or less. Because I know, yeah. like, if you pre- if you uh, preview on a joint, by all means. Right. It's new or whatever the fuck. Like, this hasn't been released yet. This right. is coming out and soon. And so it's all like, you know, right. rap over your shit. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to hold you. Yeah. You know, and also, I'm not going to hold you if you don't rap over your shit. Like, <laughs> that's not my business. But as a as a craft, as an art, as a occupation, I think, uh, like, if, shit, if you want to be, if you want to be held in, in certain regards, it's like, that's one of those things that you have to, get down like you better fucking yeah. be able to rap without your lyrics on the back because then also if you fuck up then you can just freestyle and they don't sound goofy hey shout out milk uh i went to the blue and exile show at the high dive uh on thursday night um and milk from portland was uh one of the openers and milk. he was very yeah milk <laughs> m-i-l-c um, he was very open and honest about how the green room had stocked the fridge with Modelo's and how he had already been drinking a little bit. And, um, he was going up to go do a song and he was like, um, completely honest. I don't remember a lot of these lyrics. Let's see how this goes. And he ended up just freestyling a majority of it. He freestyled a couple of times throughout the night. Um, if he wouldn't have told anybody and freestyled it, nobody would have known. Right. So it's all like, in those cases, I'm all like, maybe you shouldn't have just said nothing. But at the same time, uh, somebody like himself who is so talented and doesn't give a fuck about nothing really, it seems like, you know, it's, it it was, it's dope, you know, to be that open and honest about it. That's what is so cool about the live performance. It's like, you get to hear like their real natural voice, you know, without any sort of, of right. And that adds, cause especially like those emotional songs too, like that really like means something like when you can hear like their voice crack or something like that. No, of course not. You too smooth for that. But like some of these singers, I would have to headline you know, like Crocodile or something for y'all to get to get the emotional yeah, mic for me to for me to actually perform the those drums. Yeah, but that that's okay though because yeah. every time that you perform or any one of you or the homies perform, it's always a good time, and that's also like a good thing to strive for, for with your performances. Oh, yeah. Is because it's not necessarily like that hyphy kind of feeling all the time. Don't grab the cherry of the blunt. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I, I'm. 
you know, I'm not going to lie. I ate a couple of caps earlier. So my person. <laughs> who's, who's running this? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so she's just watching. I am. So she's just watching the walls burn. <laughs> no, I don't here. take that much. I don't take <laughs> like, that much to make it like that crazy or anything. Um, that's why you over here grabbing cherries and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh. <laughs> Microdosing changed my life. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, I've been um, I've been actually doing a little research on that because I am interested. In you should. I highly recommend everybody exploring you like, it. You do like one day on, two days off type shit. Well, it really depends. Right. Honestly, I kind of fluctuate just depending on how I'm feeling yeah. mentally and internally. And I know if I like regimented, I would be like better off in general. Right. Um, but there's also sometimes where I just want to not have it in my system as well. And right. I just kind of want to, you know, maybe spend a week where I don't need it. And sometimes I don't need it for a week. So, yeah. um, so sometimes I really do. I go a little bit without taking um, any, but um, then there's other days or other times where I take it every day. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. And I just like, it's not necessarily like I'm trying to escape my reality, but I'm trying to make my reality better. Yeah. Cause you know, it's crazy. To manage. Another thing. So I'm a, I say this all the time, but I'm usually just talking, got a lot of, got a lot of cool homies. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so I would say, I was talking to the homie and it's one of them having a conversation with one of them and it was on the conversation of how people have their vices or have certain routines that they do to get through every day. Yeah. And there, sometimes there's people that it's like, Oh, you don't need to do that. Yada, yada. Yeah. All of that, which could be true. But also it's like when people pretend that like a day is like some normal shit, like yeah. everything, everything, if you take everything that just happens in one day mm -hmm. and like to pretend that's normal and just be like, oh yeah, fucking that's what, and it's like, no, bro, that's, yeah. why do you think there's people drinking? Why do you think there's people shooting right. up? Why you, like, the world is wild and it's like people, people are like, oh, why do y'all do all that? It's like, they're just in this pocket. Right. That's just like, it's cool. I'm like, a big it's cool fan. Over there, yeah. You know? I'm a big <laughs> like, fan of embracing the emotions in the moment because then you can deal with them. And even yeah. if something lingers for a while, it's not the same intensity as when it hits. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, I feel like if you don't deal with shit in the moment and you kind of like just suppress it and like, don't address it at all. It yeah. lingers with that same intensity as when it first started. Oh yeah. And it's it gets hard. Worse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it manifests into something bigger and bigger and bigger because you never address it and you never do it. And I, I feel like I did that with quite a few things like in high school and like growing up and shit. And so microdosing now that I'm older and I know a little bit more. Um, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I wouldn't say that I'm, I, I have, uh, I'm a fully functioning responsible adult, you know, I still have my fucked up shit that I, I'm and you know, not. my struggles <laughs> and whatnot, but I am definitely like, I'm stable and like, yeah. you know, I have my jobs, uh, 
I have multiple jobs that I keep, you know, (laughs) with a Z. Z, Yeah. Um, and so like, you know, and, and I maintain my apartment and like all of this shit, like, like, right. I I can wake up every day and I'm, I'm unfortunately an adult. You got shelter, you got food. Yeah. But, um, you know, now that I, I am older and I am stable like this, I feel like microdosing is, is, been one of the best things ever because i had a really bad trip when i was younger and i was like oh i don't really want to do mushrooms like vacation or no like uh i ate too many shrooms um and it was epic that's a whole nother story i can go into details on that um so no and every time uh well the this time that i'm referencing i was every time yeah, I ate about after, a, a after. whole eighth of some compensies. Um, and I'm that one, I was like, that. I was super, super nauseous on that one. I was nauseous on But oh, I didn't throw well, up. This is the thing. So I would be, so I would knock them. Um, and this is with taking them raw. This happened every time. Yeah. Taking them raw and lemon teching, shit like that. Uh, I just eat them. Yeah. Like I don't mix them with anything. I just eat it, drink a little water. Done. Needless to say, if I can took them, I would experience my peak. Then after my peak, my body would be like, all right, we're like, get these the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then so I'd end up throwing up. But then when I did like uh, chocolates or um, shrimp tea yeah, or even when they're in the capsules. Mm-hmm. Capsules, I don't throw up on. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, capsules, I think tea, it's chocolate. More it's so like, the microdose or closer. the controlled dosage size really helps. That's- yeah. Um, because like, even when I microdose, I still get the anxiety of the come up on, of when it's like, when you're, when it's starting to take hold of the body, like I feel it every time yeah. almost. Yeah. Um, but I don't have the same feeling. I've also noticed like the certain strain golden teachers are definitely much better to me. Um, like right now I have some, uh, penis envy. Um, and I just find the golden teachers are like more stimulating, more, um, like daytime focused, yeah. like able to function. Whereas the like penis envy are like, shit. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas these penis envy are like couch lock. Like yeah. I'm just going to be in fucking log log land watching, um, Tim and Eric <laughs> for like six hours, Yeah, which I definitely didn't do <laughs> <laughs> just the other day. Um, uh, if you ever want to take some shrooms with me and explore that world uh, and watch some Tim and Eric, uh, I can help guide you through that experience. Just holler at me. Um, I personally, have, like I said, I have had so much success with um, microdosing and just introducing uh, mushrooms into my day to day. And not even just like psychedelic mushrooms either, but there's also just other, um, like lion's mane and a couple of other ones out there that are, that you can buy out the store and, and just like the, the, um, like vitamin or section or whatever, you know, um, and you can mix them together to make a, like an even better blend and, and you can make like your own natural, like Adderall basically, or, you know something else whatever but what are you doing in this environment (laughs) (laughs) i'm just you know cranking out yeah (laughs) 
No, it's all, you know. Right. You can get these ingredients at your local grocery store. <laughs> Mix them all Plant together. Plant-based medicine, baby. <laughs> That's what I'm all about. I'm just saying, you know. Um, my beautiful, you can see my beautiful crepe eggplant in, oh, yeah. in the it background here. My baby is uh, doing well here. Um, everybody keeps telling me, like, I should do certain things with it and shit. Um, but I really just randomly found a seed in an ape that I bought from Fire Bros. Shout out Fire Bros. Um, of their Crepe Ape, uh, which was an NFT collab that they did um, with the Board Ape Yacht Club. Um, and I just said, fuck it. And I popped it. And I'm just going to let it grow and just do its thing and live its life. Um, I'm not going to force it to produce any buds for me. I'm not going to make it do anything that it doesn't want to do. I'm just going to feed it some yummy nutrients and keep it nice and happy and healthy. Um, but if you ever want to talk growing weed with me, talk about that. Uh, I talk about that all the time um, and would love to discuss it with you. I know that you like growing plants as well. So he's got uh, a bunch of plants. Um, I'm, uh, I'm in the snake plants right now. I know she have one. I do. Um, it's giving a couple of new little little babies in here. Oh, yeah. Yes. Shout out to the Indoor Sunshot. That's Love Indoor Sunshot. That's where I've gotten pretty much all my plants from. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And they're Sean, in Fremont. Sean down there is amazing. Mm -hmm. um, they're all super knowledgeable. And, for sure, uh, for sure. are super friendly. And, and so provide great companies like Royal Tree. Exactly. With all of their soil and nutrients and whatnot. So, shout out Indoor Sun Shop for holding it down for the cannabis industry. That's right. Yeah. And, yeah. The, so, I wasn't aware that there were so many um, different species of, or different hybrids of snake plants. Yeah. And right now, I have seven different ones. You have seven? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Seven different Seven different ones. That's so, amazing. And then I just repotted a lot of them. Yeah. For the first time. First time repotting anything. Wow. And we did it. It's a bonding experience with all my, with all 100%. my ladies. 100%. Yeah. You know What's your go-to music to put on when you're repotting or you're just tending to your plants? Um, R&B. Okay. Yeah. Just something groovy. Yeah, something smooth, like, yeah. um, I actually, if, I probably, last time I, when I did pot them, um, I was repotting to Maxwell, uh, like a Maxwell job. Like I five. love Maxwell. <laughs> going, going through, um, what was it, Urban Hangout Suite, mm -hmm. and now, those two albums. Okay, yep. Yeah. I was repotting to those. Great. Yeah. That's my, great. My mom would put me onto those albums when I was super young. That's and so they're just like super incredible. Like, yeah. I feel good. You know, you can't get that. Hundred percent. Some D'Angelo. Like. You cannot go wrong with D'Angelo. One that my mom always played, and she told me, she's like, I didn't even realize I played it that much until you told me that I played it that much. But I was like, uh, Miseducation of Lauren Hill will forever be one that is attached to my childhood. My mom listened to that album so goddamn much. Um, so it is one of my favorites. Um, 
I think that's why I gravitate towards like Maxwell. Yeah. A lot because uh, when I was super young, me and my mama would be like with everywhere because she was in the military. And, Word. Uh, I just remember being in the car hella tough. Yeah. And uh, like, I just remember Maxwell, those two albums in particular were just like the main ones that was yeah. just like, oh, yeah, that's, that's like childhood. That's amazing, though. That's a great, great sound to have as yeah. a childhood. I was like, maybe that's why I'm so smooth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's because that's what you grow up on. Exactly. It's very influential. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, but, you know, and it's also like really good music, like mm-hmm. instrumentation wise and like, and, and vocals, vocally. Yeah. I just realized that, um, because they're not uh, a sponsor or anything, I will say the name of the, the, streaming service later but they're the streaming <laughs> service <laughs> until uh, the, and, until they until there's a a logo on there just saying there's a streaming service that has um like i think it's just like one season but it's still dope uh, of mtv unplugged oh really yeah interesting yeah i, I know that there was it and i was like oh, get the fuck mtv out. unplugged um I was just watching um, something else like that. Um, Tiny Desk? No, 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 no. Um, no, just throwback um, oh. MTV shit. Uh, why is this blanking from my head right now? Uh, behind the fucking music. Why did that oh. take me so long? Um, Unplugged I and Behind the Music yeah. were like staples. I watched those all the time. I love the MTV Unplugged Didn't they series. do, um, didn't they do a behind the music with, uh, DMX? I think so. And they did, a, like, they did some, like, new ones. Because he was going to, like, They've college They've done some college. recent ones. What was that one that he was going to, like, college and college, and they was, like, following him on that? That's how I found out that he had asthma. It was, like, literally off of, like, one of those episodes. Interesting, yeah. And he was, like, going crazy out of college and then, like, had to, like, like, after his set, was like done. He yeah. like went and like hit the inhaler, and I was like, "This, this is like this is crazy." Man, shout out Taylor Elizabeth because she'll hit the inhaler on stage. No shame. Yeah, that's dope. Uh, yeah, for real. Uh, I've had conversations with her about asthma and performing and stuff too. Um, I can yeah, I mean, she is tremendous in what she does. So, uh, yeah, shout that's- out the young asthmatic. Um, Shout For out real. to Breath Control. For real. But you, you don't know. necessarily need to know Breath Control if you rap over your shit. <laughs> that is true. That is true. You can fake it till you make it. Right. But that's also the problem is One that people fake it till you yeah. make it. One day yeah. you're going to have to rap without them shits. And right. you don't want that to be the later day. Yeah, be embarrassed at yeah, that moment. Like you, you, should, know? you should get that out the way like mm. early on. That way you're comfortable in those situations. Yeah. But, I mean, this also goes back to uh, the discussion of the recording artist versus the performing artist and how you can have two separate distinctions, but you Yo. can also have the crossover between the two. You know, it's crazy. Um, I didn't even watch it. I think it was on Drink. Drink, drink champs. Drink champs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, fucking. Uh, that one. I, <laughs> uh, I think Chris Brown was on it. Really? And they was talking to him about that distinction towards uh, like, yeah. like when it comes to like ghostwriting, and it's like, why can't, uh, why is it okay for singers to have ghostwriters as opposed to rappers? Yeah. And his answer was, it's like, yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's like the rap, like writing raps is like, Anybody could rap, but like, it's it's true to said person. So it's right, like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like I don't work at an ice cream shop. But there's like, yeah, there's like a, a writes a whole verse. Different. About, like, I feel like, like, like at the ice cream shop. I'm like, that's not me. That's a right. your job. Whereas in singing, it's like, can everybody sing that same shit? Right. The same way. It's definitely come. It's it's a little bit different. Although I still am a firm believer of, uh, you know, writing your own shit and performing your own shit. That'll always come first and foremost. But if you can resonate with the lyrics and somebody else writes them, 100%, go for it. Absolutely. But you can't You have to be a great writer to do that. To be able to do it to where it's not so specified and it's a little bit more vague. Well, I mean... more people can... Yes and no, because yeah. it's like, what, fucking, uh... Oh, shit. Jay-Z. Oh, Uh-oh. hello. Jay-Z wrote... I'm just trying to burn myself over here. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But that was done. The cherry fell out. Mm-hmm. Don't mind me. I'm just burning my apartment down. <clears throat> you know, it's fine. But Don't it's come like... at me, uh, management. What was it, um... I don't smoke in my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> nope. It's good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> Never uh, happened. <laughs> but in that, in that same, like, flip of it to, like, even combat what I just said. It was, yeah. like, fucking Jay-Z wrote. Um, fuck. It's slipping my mind. Jay-Z wrote one of the songs on The Chronic. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And wrote Snoop's verse and Dre's verse. And it wasn't even on the song. <laughs> well let's see and so it's all like you have to just be super nice with the pen because it sounds yeah. like them rapping it sounds like they wrote it right and that's the whole point yeah you know and i think that speaks to a good writer honestly in yeah. anything not even just in lyrics because like i feel like any good writer could write a good song yeah. They just have to know, like, the structure of things and yeah. stuff. But Context, obviously, whatever it's like. right, yeah. which is obviously, like, why songwriters excel when they specialize in songwriting instead of any other writing, you know, style, yeah. um, is because they spend so many times with the different types and structures of songs that they're able to experiment a little bit more, or they know where people have experimented already, and so right. they're able to build upon that. And so... I feel like I could be a songwriter. Well, I mean, I am a songwriter. <laughs> but you feel like you could be like a like a studio songwriter yeah. and and be like an actual professional yeah. at it and whatnot. Oh yeah, because yeah. there's plenty of songs that I'm like I I'd, I'd write, but I'm like, I, what yeah. am I gonna do with this? Yeah. Like you know, I was watching. I've been watching a lot. I any music documentary that comes out, I watch it. Um, mm-hmm. And I was watching something about. I don't even remember who it was, but just somebody who was behind um, and actually wrote the song. 
and it was just it um blew me away that there was another like two other songwriters i'm forgetting what it is now so it's not really going to make that impactful that much of an impact in this conversation oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but <laughs> the point of it all is um when artists work with the songwriter and and they come together to produce the lyrics that's where i think a lot of really really great songs come from because then you have multiple perspectives coming together to work together whereas sometimes you just have like the songwriter will write a song and then it gets pitched to an artist and then the artist will pick it up whereas like if the songwriter comes into the studio with the artist and then they sit down together and then they work on the lyrics together kind of a thing i think it makes uh uh can make a much bigger impact because you can have a big impact the other way as well but um, I just think it makes a special bond. It's just like the producer with the rapper or the artist as well, you know, when they all work together. I'm a very indecisive person. So I'm like, (laughs) working with people and shit, I'm just like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You know, I'm like, we'll figure that out. But also, like, I know what my ear is like catered towards. Yeah. And of course, if, if it's me like rapping on something that I'm like, more hyper focused on that. Right. And then I'm all like <laughs> yeah. People like, can't hear his emotions, <laughs> but it's like it's like let's do this together. So I'm gonna make sure like I'm gonna be listening out for how my vocals sit and stuff right. like that. Where it's like, all right, where like because I could think a drop could go somewhere. Yeah. And I'm like, does that make sense? Like, and I'd be in my head about it to where it's like you know, so it's really just finding somebody that you mesh well with. Right. And you and can bounce those things yeah, off of. Which for sure. I haven't really had too many problems finding that. That's so, good. But for this next project, yeah, I'm trying to figure out who I'm going to record that with. Do you have anybody in the back of the head that you would want to record with? Um, yeah. Yeah. Like... If there was anybody possible, like anybody, in like the world, anybody, no questions asked. Yes, anybody in the world. Let's do anybody in the world, and then we'll get a little bit more re- realistic with it. But anybody in the world, I'll even say dead or alive, that you would want to record your album with. I think he might be thinking for a while. <laughs> yeah, like, that's damn. a very, like, that's a very big, a open, question. open question. But, like, I don't know. Just think about it, like, off the cuff. Like, what are some of the first things that you think of when know, you like, think of, Pharrell. like, Pharrell? Yeah, the yeah. Alchemist. Mm. Alchemist would be tight. Fucking Jake Lund. That would be that. <laughs> like, I mean, that's pretty plausible. Yeah, you can make like, that happen. I'm like to, yeah. You know, that would be an honor. I had a yeah. Over at shout out to the runoff and all of that. I had yeah. the pleasure of uh, what's my man's name? Damn. Of course, I can't even think of it now. The blunt got us blunted, and we yeah. can't remember anything at this point. So. Damn. 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 This isn't an investigation that needs to happen right now because I'm like I'm going so blank. 
And I'm sorry. <laughs> whole ass conversation. Damn. And can't even remember who it is. I know. It's the worst. That is. That's the absolute worst. But he's a legend. Yeah. Um, so I express my gratitude and like all of that. Yeah. And just like how cool it was. So it's like, man, never did I think that you would be my DJ. and who would that be we'll never know we'll never know because he can't figure it out exactly so mystery dj who's a legend (laughs) out here who we cannot figure out who you are um tap in sometime (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe i fucking forgot his name he'll remember like 20 minutes after we finish here exactly. and then i'll just go ahead and pop it into the comments so that y'all can figure it out later <laughs> but no it was it was dope it was dope and uh yeah it was cool yeah so locally ideally who else would you jake one would be good jake one um the homie spencer um uh, was talking about um me meeting the homies over at Ruby Room. Nice, um, nice. Elon and them. That would be stellar. Yeah. I think that I, that would be really cool. Yeah, it's like I was yeah. I was highly considering that just yeah. to kind of get a different different vibe and shit. Yeah, especially because both of them too with the live instrumentation. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Like I could see a future performance if y'all fucking mesh together well and mm-hmm. shit. Like it would be Stellar. Hey, it'd be Elon you know? on the bass, though? Like, oh, my God. Hey, and Elon. Uh, I'm a sucker for a good bass. Elon fucks with Royal Tree, too. So. For sure. Bang, bang. Yeah. There we go. It's a match made in it's heaven. It's all in the family. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, shout out Ruby Room, though, for real, though. I've shout never been. Guys. Uh, never I been had the um, opportunity to film the music with the message. Um series for the seattle world tour oh yeah um we did that at ruby room which was awesome Uh um and so i gotta go there for we did 12 episodes so i gotta go and shoot 12 different interviews there and watch people do in-studio performances yeah um which was incredible um but i've been a big fan of elon and nima for a long time so um shout out both of y'all um and i would love to sit down and interview you guys at some point um but yeah yeah so yeah Yeah, that would be really fucking tight (laughs) so you know manifestation yeah on those um me and digital are finishing up this project a little something for like the meantime while Mm -hmm. i go and do the album do the full album yeah yeah nice so i want to put some i want to put some new some new stuff out but i hate put i hate i just don't like putting singles out yeah what, what's the like three songs or something like, okay little know. little three piece yeah so there's like a mix because mm. not everybody's gonna like that one so right very give you three figure it out you know? yeah. <laughs> pick one call yeah. it a day exactly. support me yeah pick one fuck it while i go over here run it back and work on like 15 of them for you it's like, like a magic trick it's like yeah. look at all these look at all these now yeah. here's the album exactly you know and so I'm not like just staying stagnant. Totally, know? yeah. Um, and yeah, and it's I a cool that. project. Starting like a series of it. Yeah. And so whether it be three songs, five songs here and there. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, the album nice should be little, cool. Nice uh, little 
dinner combo. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm going <laughs> to, I was talking to the homie Spencer and I think uh, that's kind of the direction, the direction for the album to, holla, holla. to um, see what's popping with Ruby Room. Boom, boom. And getting that figured out. So. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, just, uh, just chilling. You got any performances coming out? Um, I think I was supposed to have one in like the end of August, but then they hit me and was all like, yo, it's being rescheduled. And I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> then, um, then there's one November 12th at Blue something Tavern over in Wallingford. Blue but Moon? Blue Moon Tavern, yeah. Yeah. Over in Wallingford. Um, but more information for that to come. But that one's for show happening. And then outside of that, wherever the homies are at, that's the problem is pop yeah. up. Like, <laughs> you know, whether I'm supporting or in it for 45 seconds or whatever. whatever. <laughs> you know, you gotta show up and support. Walk in, do the rounds, and then a good old Irish goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I am a big fan. I think people big like fan of the Irish have started goodbye. noticing it now. <laughs> I'll just hop on stage and perform and then like just be on the side of the stage and then be like Scurry you're off. just gonna and I was like, Yeah. Like, Meander on home. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'll have my little drink in the back or whatever. Yeah. I made it home last night in time for sunset. Which like, was beautiful. There it is. Yep. I don't I don't like standing like right up in the front for some reason. I don't like it because the sound isn't good in the front. That and I don't like everybody being behind me true that i don't like people who aren't aware of their space and Mm. around them because like last night i feel like people be captivated well and not only that but people like randomly walking around too sometimes i just feel like i'm invisible and like people Mm. don't see me because like i've been stepped on and like had people like shoulder check me or just like literally stand like almost right on top of me and talking to their friend and i'm like don't mind me. Like, I'll shake his stuff off to the side. Like, I was only fucking standing there. But that's fine. It's cool. Um, I'll move for you so that you can stand there. I'm just like, like, sometimes I'm really just, like, baffled. I'm just, like, not even, like, a, oh, pardon me. Excuse me. Like, like concert like, etiquette. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't care episode. if you're going to be, like, super close to me because, yeah. you know, that's how you fit in a, in a concert. But... That's why I'd be be observant that I'm actually standing there. Yeah, exactly. Why I just go? None of that. I like to stand towards the back and in the middle. Usually, I just go find the sound booth because if you can find the sound booth, chances are you'll have the best best sound. sound (laughs) (laughs) So that's usually where I go. (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah. So you know, if you ever want to go to a show with me, let me know. I'll show you the ropes. <laughs> I'll show you how to do it. That's what she'll be at. I, uh, I made it to forty over forty sets at Capitol Hill Block Party. Damn, so, over the weekend. Uh, yeah, throughout okay. the whole weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So if you want to check that out, I have a whole written article. If you like to read. Not a lot of people do nowadays, but if you'd like to, uh, I have a whole like written recap up on Respect My Region about my Capitol Hill block party experience. I did a couple, a few different videos. I went live a couple of times, bunch of shit on my Instagram as well that you can go check out. Um, I heard Taz went crazy. 
absolutely insane. Shout out Tessa Talks because she shut the shit down and I'm still thinking about that performance. Every time I watch that video, yeah, fuck these fruit flies. I left some bananas out and it got hot in here (laughs) and there's some fruit flies and there's like three of them that won't fucking die and they just keep flying around and it's pissing me off. I'm going to hunt them and kill them later even though, you know, I care about animals some shit anyways <laughs> block party was dope go check out all that recap shit fucking love it uh shout out tesla talk shout out Django. shout out black tone shout out everybody who was there there's literally too many that i can even possibly remember her name so um but uh yep wow uh that's an hour basically of our time so (laughs) the most random shit um the most last minute conversations but that's why i'm just happy that i have an amazing supportive group of people around me because i literally can just send out an sos i sent out the blunt signal earlier and I just puffed one straight into the air, a cloud of smoke, and uh, D-Mikey slid on through to yep. have a good conversation. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know if you have anything else that you want to end off this <laughs> amazing conversation with. Um, I don't know. Shout out to... Go the- listen to his yeah. music. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's D-Mikey, D dot space M-I-K-E-Y. I am not Mikey D. M-I-C-K-E-Y. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not like I'm not none of that. I'm not Mikey D. D Mickey. I'm not Mikey D. I'm not any people. Those are like actually people, and so yeah. uh, don't get it confused, and you'll be able to find me. D dot space Mikey. There it is, and uh, <laughs> shout out to all the homies and everybody in the in the music community out here holding it down it's a it's a real dope energy that's that's going around with people just actually moving and grooving and being successful there's way too many names to name so i'm not even going to go down that list but know that i love y'all and appreciate y'all and stoked to be a part of everything that's around and shit yes and that wraps up uh, episode 30 of Blood Talk. Bang, bang. bang. If you want to see uh, another episode with D. Mikey, I believe it was episode number eight that he was on um, previously as well. Um, so you can run that one back. I got a whole playlist of all of these episodes as well. So make sure to go to the Respect My Region YouTube and check out the playlist on there. Um, like the shit, subscribe, all that jazz that people usually say at this. And then there's some sort of fucking game advertisement that's supposed to be in all of these things. I can't remember the name of it. Yep. But plug that too while we're at it. I don't know because that's what people apparently do during these things. So DJ Indica Jones. Oh my God! How could you forget Indy? I love Indica Jones. That's what I'm saying. I'm gonna holler at him and make sure that he comes on here because he is one of the best DJs. Yes. Um, in the entire area, I shit you not. Um, it is Saturday, so he will be at Pono Ranch tonight, which is literally five minutes away from my house. So I might have to slide through just to dap up. Shout out um, to DJ Indy. He yes. even DJed my uh, fucking cousin's graduation. So shout him out because <laughs> he's, he's DJed a couple of family events previously. So Hell yeah. um, shout out Andy. 
Uh, I rock with you so much. Um, and I will talk to you soon and get you on fucking blunt talk. Cause it would be great. And I want to talk Being about up. your goddamn shoe collection. Cause I always see you buying hella shit. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to end this now, but I appreciate y'all for watching and tuning in. Catch me hey, next peace, Saturday. Peace. I have no idea who's on. I think it's uh, actually Greg Cipher. So you should probably hey, shout tune out to in. Homie Greg. So yeah, he yeah, should yeah. be coming through. I talked to him the other night, so he fucking better be coming through <laughs> because this has already been rescheduled. So uh, yeah, we'll see y'all next week for another lovely episode of Blunt Talk with me, Taylor Hart from Respect My Region.